Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Traction.gg podcast. Today we're going to be talking about motorcycle games and sim racing. I'm your host for this one, Tom, and joining us today is none other than Robbo46. How are you doing, Robbo? Hello, yeah, good, thanks. How, how are you? Yeah, really good. Uh, I would like, to, I've been, this has been on my list for quite a while, because I would like to talk more about motorcycle racing games yeah. and sims. And I often feel sometimes that when the term sim racing is banded about or racing game, that the two-wheeled variants are sometimes not forgotten, but sort of put in a corner. But yeah, attraction, totally we cover agree. we cover all of it. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, your, for those who don't know, Robo46 is a leading uh, YouTube content creator and primarily focuses on motorcycle games. Is that is that a fair description? Yeah, absolutely. I do dabble in four-wheel games occasionally, but yeah. my main focus is on motorcycle games. I did uh, I did one of those uh, things that are very embarrassing for uh, a YouTube channel, which is sort video by oldest. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw you started out, your first video was uh, some Call of Duty stuff, but very yeah. soon after there's... Uh, I think it's MotoGP 13. Yeah, so I was that's trying quite to, a few years ago now. That, that was 2014, I think. I was trying yeah. to find my audience and kind of started off, you know, how a lot of people do with Call of Duty. And then I was like, <laughs> I need a game that I'm good at and, you know, not a lot of people were doing. So I went with MotoGP and that's pretty much how I started. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess that the, the 46 in your uh, username there, is to do with Valentino Rossi? Absolutely. I mean, I'm just going out on a limb there. Yeah, yeah. A wild guess. <laughs> I mean, the, the background's maybe a bit of a clue. <laughs> yeah, for listening, for those listening on a uh, um, on the audio version, uh, Robbo's got uh, some lovely Valentino Rossi themed artwork and MotoGP themed artwork in the background of shot. And actually, we're recording this uh, in the uh, well just after the recent round of MotoGP at the Red Bull Ring. That that was good fun. That was a hell of a race. Absolute chaotic at the end. And yeah, this is why I love MotoGP. It's so unpredictable at the moment. Yeah, so for the, there might be people out there who know of MotoGP but don't watch it on a regular basis. And what I would say, what my pitch to you is, you've got several manufacturer-backed teams and many, many high-professional, world-class, the best riders in the world, and you don't know who's going to win at each race. Like you have a rough idea, but it's just so unpredictable. In the last round, it started raining at the end, and it was just chaotic. So definitely check out the YouTube highlights if you've not seen that. But yeah, definitely. The, the big appeal at the minute seems to be that the unpredictability, but also at the same time, it's not like a widely spread field. Everything's super competitive, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, even the, the, the manufacturers which aren't classed as competitive are still able to get well within the points. And yeah. At one point, you know, looking like they were going to get a podium position, but not quite. But um, yeah, a, a lot of the, well, pretty much all the manufacturers are really competitive now. Yeah, and that brings us neatly on, I think, to the official MotoGP game. So that's uh, sometimes overlooked, but it's a very, very popular game that I think sells very well each year. It's developed yeah. by Milestone, and the current one is MotoGP 21. So if you want to check out some footage, obviously there's loads on the Traction YouTube channel. But on Robo46, he's got way more. <laughs> Tons of it. <laughs> yeah. So what, what are you doing at the minute with the, with the game? So at the moment, I, I've i recently finished a career mode on the Series X, which is basically running your own team, having your own sponsors and stuff. And I've just started a new career on the PS5 where I'm using nice. only official teams. 
um, and just running through career modes because that is pretty much the bread and butter of my channel at the moment. Yeah, so people seem to like. Yeah, and and it's it keeps you going and keeps keeps the interest going because you can feel like you're following your journey. In the yeah. F1 YouTube world, there's a lot of uh, my team, yeah, uh, playthroughs and now co-op career. I know you have a bit of breaking point content on there as well. Yeah, but this is this is an equivalent. And so it's more, it's called the career mode in MotoGP, but it's very similar in some respects to how the F1 games uh, play out in terms of career structure, though there are some differences. So uh, I think it was like 50 odd episodes was your Xbox Series X first career playthrough, right? Yeah, I think it was. Um, it might be more actually, because I, <laughs> I tried to use different manufacturers in the MotoGP category. So I worked my way through Moto3 up to Moto2 and then up to MotoGP, and I'll stay in MotoGP and swap between manufacturers just mm. to kind of keep things fresh and to see kind of how the di- the differences between the motorcycles and the game as well. Yeah, when you really get into the nuances of uh, pretty much any decent motorcycle game, the bikes do behave differently, you know, through the corners, under braking, acceler- acceleration. You know, maybe if you're new to it, you might feel like, oh, they all kind of feel the same. But actually, there's, yeah. there's quite a lot of difference. We'll cover that in a in a game that we'll discuss in a bit. Uh, yeah. What What are your overall impressions of the Moto GP Twenty One game? They're mainly good. I do have some gripes with it. One of them being the curbs. Um, right. <laughs> it's something that a lot of people have been frustrated about and asking Milestone to fix. Because if you watch any Moto GP race, take the the race the the weekend at the Red mm. Bull Ring for example coming out the final corner all of the riders on the exit use the outside curb yeah and I mean the curb it almost looks like it's just painted onto the yeah track. I think it is I yeah. feel like it is yeah but on the game it is so bumpy that if you use that curb you lose so much time and drive coming out the corner mm. and it's it's most of the curbs on the game are like that which are very frustrating. So well, yeah. there are some, uh, yeah, and I would agree with that. And also, I feel like if you're, I think uh, it might have been MotoGP 20 that first introduced it, or it could have been 19, maybe 20, I think. Uh, for those new to it, I'll just jump in or not really serious about it. A lot of people find a, uh, a challenge with how to slow down the top class of bikes. Yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that, but certainly sometimes it can be very hard to not stoppy, which is where the rear wheel lifts in the air. Yeah, I do, I do have a lot of people constantly asking me for tips on braking and yeah, because you you seem to have it pretty much locked down in your videos. There, nice. Is it is it a case of uh, braking quite hard early on and easing off, or or a mixture of the two? Or it's, it's a mixture of the two because what you got to bear in mind is the weight transfer on the bike. You know, coming from the rear from accelerating to hard braking, all of that weight's getting pushed to the front. So yeah, mm. the, the rear wheel does come up in the air. It comes up more on the game than in real life in real life it kind of skims, seems to be yeah. um the the tarmac but it's a case of obviously breaking when you're upright because if you're breaking when you're lent over you're more than likely going to lose the front i tend to use a bit of rear brake as well to help uh, which you can map down. to a different button right yeah absolutely or you can use joint brakes if you don't want to do that mm-hmm. and also pulling back on the left analog stick shifts your rider weight to the back of the seat that also helps, well, stop the rear coming up in the air. Um, yeah. And also downshifting at the right time if you're using a bit of engine braking, that also helps with the the bike stopping. So it takes a bit of practice, and I think that's what frustrates a lot of people because they may 
jump into MotoGP and just want to do a couple of races in an evening and might not want to do all, all the practices. I mean, there are some rider aids you can use to help, mm. but um, in terms of, you know, getting better at the game, it, it does take some practice and some getting used to. Uh, it's, a, it's a challenge for the developers, I think, because they'll probably yeah. want something that will provide a challenge and give those like yourself who will play the game for the full 12 months. Yeah. And those who, I don't know, might have picked, might have downloaded MotoGP 20 on Game Pass or whatever and gone, oh, yeah, exactly. what's this bike game? <laughs> and yeah. then they're just crashing every 20 seconds. Yeah, I know there is a fine line between trying to yeah. make it you know, accessible for everyone yeah. while also pleasing the people that, that play it quite yeah. a lot. Um, I, and in terms of longevity, though, I do think personally the, the career is... Okay, the, there are other games out there that have flashier careers and you know modeled team managers and stuff like this, which yeah, MotoGP doesn't. But in terms of the breadth of the content in there, you're progressing through uh, three different classes of MotoGP, which is no mean feat in its own right within the career. Yeah. And you can have um, when you're in the top class, you can you can then manage your own team, but then also junior teams as well, right? Which yeah, so see, I love doing that. Yeah, it's. It's a little bit weird because if you go back, I think it was like MotoGP 16 or it might have been 17 or 18, actually, when they first introduced managerial career, you mm. could have a teammate alongside you, yeah, no matter what class you're in. But they seem to have got rid of that. But now you, if you yeah, if you're in MotoGP, you can set up a junior team in Moto2 and Moto3, but you can't have a teammate with you in MotoGP, which is a bit weird, unless you're with an official team. Right. Um so yeah, then you can look after. You can even watch the races of the Moto Two and the Moto Three, yeah. which can be very frustrating because the AI <laughs> do some weird things. Um, but yeah, and it, it, if you're in Moto Two, if you have enough money, you can have a junior team in Moto Three. So mm. whichever category you're in, providing it's not Moto Three, you can have a junior team in the in the uh, categories below you. Yeah, and another small element I liked as well. You've got like the choice of two calendars. Yeah. Like- Pre-COVID and post-COVID, kind of, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Which some other, maybe like Formula One seems to be struggling a little bit with that. Obviously, I think they've had more track changes, but at least there's something in the MotoGP game, which I thought was quite a good touch. Yeah, it is. But again, the because of the the whole situation with the pandemic and everything, mm. things have changed again in MotoGP. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it, it's difficult for them to keep up with stuff. But um, Very yeah. Yeah, it would be nice if they did eventually update it, but we'll wait and see. Do you have a favourite MotoGP game? Or is that like asking if you've got a favourite child or pet? <laughs> or, I don't know. Um, favorite mo- I can tell you my favourite MotoGP series, which was the ultimate racing technology on the original Xbox. Right. Um, which was... Who was uh, that cl- by? Uh, Climax. Right. Climax. I don't think they're going anymore. No, I don't think um, so. I mean, if I played it now, I'd probably say, oh, it doesn't stand up well or anything. <laughs> but the thing I liked about that is they kind of had fun with it. You could unlock some weird audio, um, I wouldn't say cheats, but just some like extras. extras. So yeah. one of them was one of the developers making the engine noise when you're racing, which <laughs> sounded a bit like the crazy I'll, frog. I've not come across that. I'll, it's a bit I'll less annoying. To look it yeah, you should. Um, there's also, I think it was MotoGP3, um there was a little easter egg on it was either valencia or catalonia it was one of the spanish tracks where there was almost like a hut that if you went off track and you went inside it had all the pictures of the developers and stuff um 
And also with them, they didn't just stick with MotoGP. They also had, in in the later games, they also had like street racing as well. So you mm. could do the official MotoGP calendar. And then if you wanted to change, you could go on to do street racing as well, which was quite a nice touch. Not taking itself too seriously, but still exactly. having the authentic bits if you want it. Yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't get on with the controls now because I think A was accelerate and X was brake. Oh, yeah, that, that was a thing back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah, and if you double-tapped A, you would do a power slide around the corner. But I, I much prefer the controls now. Um, yeah. But I think back then, things were less buggy and there, there were less problems with the games. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm still enjoying MotoGP games. Yeah, same. They're going in the right direction and everything, so I just think that they need to be a bit more polished when they come out. Where would you like to see the current MotoGP series go for next year or the year after, for example? So next year, I think a big thing, again, something that's been spoken to the developers a lot, um, is flag-to-flag races. Yep. So as we saw at the weekend, if it's deemed a flag-to-flag race, if it rains and the the riders are out there on slick tyres. They can then choose to come into the pit, swap bikes onto a bike with wet tyres and then continue the race um, or stay out on slicks if you're Brad Binder and... And nearly crash but win. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So that is something that I think needs to be in the game. I know we don't get it very often. Um, A few seasons ago, we got quite a few flag-to-flag races, but... um, I think now it, it is quite rare, but it's nice that they also included in MotoGP 21, you know, if you crashed, you if you had it enabled, you could get up and go and pick your bike up. Wonder about a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think they need to kind of work on that because the AI don't do that, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously is unfair for the player because you lose so much time doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also the, the AI don't do the uh, long lap penalties as well. That that's the more slightly weird one for me than yeah. the bike recovery because for me I don't know you might have a different thing but if I'm just wanting to get through the career a bit or uh, you know because I obviously play multiple different games all the time so I want to try and blast through I might I'll try the bike recovery a bit and then I maybe yeah. turned it off yeah so it didn't really affect me whether or not the AI were doing it or not but it's when when they're not doing the the penalties and stuff it's that's that's kind of a bit unauthentic a bit. But yeah, it's nice but that the long lap penalty is there and you can it, have autopilot now if you want. If you exactly. It. It's definitely a good base for, for next year. Mm. Um, I don't know if you remember when MotoGP 21 first came out, the AI were cutting corners like yeah, nearly yeah. every track. They were crashing at nearly every corner as well. Yes, yes, yes. So for them not to then get the, the long lap penalty, I think was a bit strange when, you know, I've had uh, track limits warning for just being on the normal curb and not going on the green. Yep, um, which is quite frustrating sometimes. Yeah, that is a good basis, and I think what you mentioned there um, could be good going forward. When you talked about flag to flag races as well, it, I find it slightly strange that. And let's move on to a, a different motorcycle game that everyone can get into now, which is a bit more accessible in terms of the way it rides. I think anyway, and that's yeah. ride four. Yeah, uh, because. Um, there is dynamic weather in that game and there are pit stops. Yeah. And MotoGP 21 is developed by the same, well, I don't know if it's the same team, but it's the same company, certainly. Yeah. And if, and some of the tracks carry across as well. They're in both games, like um, Algarve International or Portimao, as you might know. Yeah. So that's a game that has, you know, the ability to ride through the pits. 
it doesn't you don't change your bike you refuel and stuff but it feels like yeah. they're half the halfway there yeah yeah exactly it could be a thing exactly so again with that you know you just come into the pits you choose what tires you want to go on to yeah um so if it's a drying track that there is a little bug that sometimes it might look like there is a nice dry line so you go to put slicks <laughs> on but the slick option isn't there so yeah. then you kind of waste time doing a pit stop but then obviously you, you choose how much fuel you you put back into the bike um obviously with MotoGP, they don't do refueling or anything they Correct. literally just come off one bike and jump onto the other and then get going again um but yeah they, they definitely got the the base there to be able to put that into a moto gp something game. like that yeah yeah and uh we mentioned uh ride four briefly let's just quickly explain what that game is for the uninitiated to me it's um analogous to gran turismo but i think that's a fairly lazy comparison in some respect or a very easy one to draw to but basically it's mainly focused on road motorcycles although there are super bikes and racing ones as you progress through and yeah. you sort of earn credits and you buy them and you modify them and you progress through events have you had a good time with ride Fall? i have um i definitely enjoyed it a lot more than ride three ride three i found Same. career Same. was very grindy yeah and you didn't get the best bikes until right at the end and by that point you just and you had to do um some events which I'm not really that interested in just to unlock some decent bikes. Um, but yeah, Ride 4 was definitely another step forward. I know a lot of people compare it to like the Forza series. Uh, series. Yeah, that's another one, yeah. Um, and yeah, there's a hell of a lot of bikes in there. I know that the um, the season pass is coming to an end at the end of this. It's got to be the world's month. longest season pass. No, but not because there's also some free stuff in between there as yeah, well. Yeah, you got premium and you got the free stuff as well. Wow. Um, so fair play I, for the support. Well, yeah, exactly. And I, I think right at the end, I will go through and just show everyone all yeah. the bikes in the game. <laughs> um, because, yeah, like I said, the, the, I think there's two more packs to come out one more free one and one more yep. premium one. Um, and then that's it for in terms of content for Ride 4. But you know, it's, it's comparing it to MotoGP, the way that I kind of explain it to people is MotoGP, it's like the Formula One of motorcycle racing. It's not bikes you can go out and buy in a showroom or anything. Whereas with Ride 4, it's, it's all road bikes. Yeah, there are racing versions of them as well. Um, but there's so many bikes, there's so many tracks that you're bound to find something that you yeah. like in it. Yeah, the career is massive <laughs> it as is well. if you want in if you measure value for, <laughs> based on price per length of career uh it's got a good it's got a good ratio there because every time there's new dlc or a free update it adds an extra set of exactly. events to the career right and then you, then you've got the endurance mode as well which yep. are very long races i i done one of the endurance modes which was the suzuka eight hour i string right. that for charity um rather you than me but i'm glad it was for charity well done i know there, there are some which are like 12 hours around the full nurburgring and i was like i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds like hell to me you see that reminds me of, oh yeah of forza but primarily the gran turismo games where they in the old days there were like 24 hour real time races yeah and so they're not for me these no. these eight hour 12 hour ones in ride but because they're there i think that does appease a certain people who go Oh, the endurance races are only 40 minutes long. That's not an endurance race. 
Yeah, so I, if you want it, it's there. I, I was one of those people that in ride three, I was like, an endurance race is of 40 minutes. That's, that's just a normal race length of it. Well, we've race. got what you wanted. Yeah, and now, and now I've done one race in it, and I'm just like, nah, this is... Yeah. It would be nice. If, if, if I'm remembering rightly, in Gran Turismo, could you save during the race and come I'm back? I'm not sure. That? I'm not sure if you could. I know certainly in the Formula One games at the minute, um, you can do that. And actually, this is a bit of a topic, but the sim- racing simulator game, Assetto Corsa Competizione, you can do online endurance races where you do a stint and then you switch it to another player online in the pits. Okay. And I, I kind of wish that might be very advanced, but if Ride 4 wants to continue with, you know, if there's another ride game and it's got better online and more uh, endurance races, there could be something there, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that would be good. I mean, either, you know, you come into a pit and it, might do like a quick save so if you want to oh, back out yeah. or whatever but that, that like might this. be quite complicated or because endurance racing in real life they do switch riders after that they'll do like a, <laughs> yeah. a certain stint they'll come into the pit right. and they've got a team of like three or four riders depending on how long the race is so even if it's an ai that takes over for a bit so that you just got time yeah, to relax be. you can go and do something get a drink or whatever um providing the ai don't crash all the time yeah because that would get very frustrating if oh, they certainly up. do that sometimes in that game i think yeah Suzu- the final chicane at suzuka for last time i played it the, the ai was crashing every lap i think but anyway. yeah I, I think because also in ride four you got both those final chicanes so i think that ai get confused at which yeah one they're that, probably for. right but yeah very but very i would say still a, uh my opinion is it's still a fun game if you're absolutely and it's more accessible than MotoGP, yeah. but it's still got like endurance races and stuff. So if you want to dip in somewhere, I would uh, say that's a good starting point. With that the is road a good bikes. starting point, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then also my personal opinion was the Series X and PS5 versions were a good step forward over the PS4 and Xbox One versions. Yeah. Uh, I, just I the visuals are a lot nicer, I just felt. Yeah, I, I didn't actually play the, the base uh, Xbox One right. or PS4 versions, but... It, yeah, that's fine. But this was it was a it's a it's a nice step forward. It's definitely worth yeah. the investment of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, so another game. This is uh, releasing just a few days after uh, another game, another motorcycle game has been released. A brand new one from a new developer. So that's actually quite quite a rare thing, which partly spurred on this debate. That also uses uh, motorcycles available that you can ride on the road, and that is Rims Racing. But unlike Ride Four, it's more of a simulator. Yeah. And it's really different. I can't recall a motorcycle game quite like this, I think, where there's a lot of focus in the parts of the bikes and learning about the bikes, and there's only eight bikes to choose from. Yeah, I, I think that they've What gone, are your initial impressions? I, I'm, I mean, I, I know we, we played the, the preview version a, a few yeah. months ago, and the physics felt a bit stiff mm-hmm. um, and things like that, but I think that they have with the full release um address those issues somewhat yep but uh in terms of yeah the, the modifications you can do to your bike is just it's mind-blowing it's like you, you compare it to ride four and yeah you, you got a lot of customization you can do but the fact that you can control taking the screws out taking part yeah. of the the, the bodywork off yeah. um switching things over it's just it, it's almost like they've kind of combined it with um motorcycle mechanic simulator which is coming out later this year as well which is Mm -hmm. like along those kind of of, of lines with customizing a bike which 
in a racing game, it's it's really nice to have. And as you said, I'm pretty sure it is the the first bike game to do it in this way. Mm. I think I think like it's very difficult to sort of. I think a lot of gamers out there might look at a, a bike list or a car list in a game and go, "Oh well, this one's got 600 and that one's only got 500 and this has got eight of people." I see comments online going, "Oh, only eight bikes," but the actual thing is, it's actually got over 500, I think, licensed parts. Yeah. So it's more about the individual bits of a bike. Yeah. And you put on like Brembo brakes or Pirelli tires. Um, and there are loads of brands I've never heard of for like all sorts of weird parts of the bike, really yeah. detailed in there. And that's actually where where the detail and the quantity is. If you're looking for that, it's not in the number of complete bikes, it's in the number of parts, which then also affect um, performance and wear down over time, which is why you need to then go back in and spend your money on extra parts. Yeah, exactly. And I think people who are a bit put off about there only being eight bikes, you can almost personalize whatever bike you go for. You can mm. kind of personalize it to your needs. And you, as you said, you can do so much to them that, you know, if, if you race online, you might like say you use the, uh, the Honda CBR 1000RR. You go online and you come across someone who's, who's using that bike as well, but they might have completely different parts on that bike. Yep. So in terms of performance and everything, it might be slightly different. And uh, the good thing is as well, you change the exhaust over, the exhaust note changes as well. And I did test just before we came on um, the, this podcast that uh, you can use uh, slick tyres on a full wet track, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've not tested that yet. Yeah, uh, it is, uh, I'm not sure I want to really. <laughs> It is quite fun, literally just spinning up all down the straight and, you know, a little, a little touch of the throttle coming out of a corner in your high side. So it, right. it is nice to to have that little detail in there as well. It's very much a simulation-focused title, I yeah. feel. Yeah. Uh, in the way it rides and then also with how much you need to set the bike up and change all the parts. Um, I would say that, yeah, also as well, that there is a lot more de- Like, you can choose the number of fingers you break with, right? Yeah, yeah, which is really detailed, and there's all sorts of rider customization. If that's your bag as well, in terms of like the suit and the helmet and the gloves. Um, for me, there's a few things which aren't so great at the minute. I'm not feeling the AI's performance so much. You might disagree with that. No, uh, I, I would agree with that. Um, I know that it was a big problem in the in the preview build as well, and they they have said that they were working on that. But yeah, yeah it does seem to. You can pull away from them quite easily. Yep. Um, they do tend to make mistakes quite a lot as well. Mm. So I think they do definitely need tuning a bit. I think it's built on the same engine as the Alaman TT games. The KT engine, yeah. Yeah, which they had troubles with their AI with that engine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, they, they were very one line. They would quite happily run into the back of you. Yeah. Um, but if you got out in front, that was it. You wouldn't see him again. I, I have that with rims at the minute, and I maybe I need to. I'm in the, like, the middle difficulty at the minute. I maybe I need to m- try the. Well, definitely will try the the harder one above. Yeah, that. yeah. Um, I'm I'm flying away on lap one, but then I have crashed it a few times. So having it, um, having them being quite, uh, I don't know, 
daft with their <laughs> with their speed and quite slow means that I can at least catch up again. Yeah, because the races are quite uh, most of the races so far I've encountered in the career are quite long. Like the minimum seems to be other than like academy races and time trials and stuff seems to be uh, like seven laps. Yeah, I'm assuming further on the career it's going to get much longer because uh, there are pit stops involved. Yeah, yeah, I think they will get longer. And again, with with the pit stops, you can control if you wish. Yeah, what happens in the pits? That's as so well. weird. <laughs> it's like quick time events. So you have to like yeah. spin the left stick, and that puts the wheel on. And hold X, I'll tap it or something. Oh, they're all are they tap? No, it's like just holding down buttons, isn't it? To yeah. um, then put the fuel in, which which again it's different and weird. I think um, there was a Formula One F1 Championship edition had pit stops with like triangle circle X to to cross. Yeah, yeah, it reminds again, me of that in a way. Yeah, again, it's it's a nice little detail. Whether that gets annoying after, yeah, we'll have a to while. see. What um, one of the little things that I'm I'm not so sure about is the fact that like even in time trial you have to ride out the pits. There doesn't seem to be a way to just start yeah. a quick lap straight away, which when you're just trying to set some lap times can mm. be a little bit annoying. Yeah, it's nice to have that authentic option Yeah, as definitely. an option, not like a mandatory thing. It can still yeah. be a sim if you want to just start a flying lap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because if the option's there. So, that, I mean, that's the sort of thing that could be maybe potentially uh, updated uh, over time. Yeah, um, definitely. I like a lot of the tracks in the game but some of the accuracy and some of the renderings like Suzuka is some of the corners near the start or, or how they do the elevation changes a bit wonky for me I'd have to go back and double check I feel like Ride 4 maps that track a bit better for yeah yeah, I, I would agree with that I think Ride 4 Suzuka is I think Turn 1 dips slightly but it seems quite flat on um, yeah on, on rims but um you know, all, all the corners are there. It's just, you yeah. know, some of the elevation changes are mm. um, do do need a bit of work. But, I mean, yeah. it's the team's first game, so... Exactly. We should touch upon that. So it's by Race Ward Studios, which is an all-new team uh, based in Italy. Yeah. Obviously, there's uh, Mad Cow, which covered in a second, also in Italy. And then there's Milestone, also in Italy. Yeah. So what's, <laughs> what, what? I mean, I suppose the nation loves MotoGP with Valentino Rossi being a hero and stuff, but there seems to be yeah. a lot of... Uh, Motorcycle getting me talent in Italy. And this is yet another does, one. Yeah. I think some of Race Ward as well are made up of ex uh, milestone I think so. employees as well. I think so. Very interesting. I, I I think it's a it's refreshing in a way and it's different, but it's a first effort and therefore it's got potential. That'll be my yeah. diplomatic view of it. Exactly. And if they do a rims two going forward, so. then so. yeah, I I hope they do as well. Then I hope that you know that they can build on it, maybe introduce a few more bikes. Um, obviously more tracks and stuff yeah. and also you know if it does better than expected i would like them to see or like to see them get an official license like the the world superbike license because mm. i know that i think it's uh digital tales have the mobile license mobile for game that. yep but i'm not entirely sure who has the license for consoles because we haven't had a world superbike game on consoles for years was it Milestone who used to do one? Yeah. It was well, right? Yeah, I definitely remember. Was it SBKX? Was that yeah. Game? Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was that... probably my favourite one. Yeah, I enjoyed that game back in the day, but I haven't played it in recent times. No. Um... I'm with you there. there. There is space. Well, we're talking about lots of new motorcycle games. World Superbike seems to be a premier series that doesn't have a, a console or PC presence, which is a bit yeah. of a shame at the minute. Yeah, it is. I mean, the I know that some people may say, I'm, you know, it's quite a niche 
um, audience there for World Superbikes compared to the likes of MotoGP, which I guess mm. it is, but yep. it's still pretty good racing. The championship this year is closer than it's been for a very long time. I really struggle um, with uh, that Turkish rider's name. Is it Turkish? Uh, Top Rack Razgogliglu. It is quite I don't know how the commentators say it. Say, say it. <laughs> I know. Every time I try to say it, I just call him Top Rack, which is That's it. What, what a lot of them call him. What um, an amazing first name. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would like to see like, a developer like Raceboard Studio get given that chance with yeah, an official license to see what they could do with that. Yeah. Um, we briefly touched upon the TT games. Now, there hasn't, there's been two of these that ride on the edge and ride on the edge too. Um, they haven't been around for a couple of years now, I think the last one was. Yeah. I, think I don't so, know yeah. if Kiloton are working on one. Would if they were, what would you like to play, and what would you like to see in another TT game? I mean, the, the first one uh, <laughs> I had major issues with. The second, it seems one, to be a very marmite game on all yeah, on all the, sides. The, the problems I had with the first one was you would randomly crash for for no reason, and that used to really frustrate me. Right. Um, the second game, which m- was much better, you still got occasional random crashes where you're just like, "Why did I just crash?" Like. I think is it's it? like sometimes you have to almost learn not just the track and the line and the curbs and the pavements, but the bumps. Yes. Yeah. The, the bumps. Can, are... It can be very difficult to, to yeah. learn. Oh, well, all right. So that bump, if I take over this thing, I'm going to yeah. fly off. But I suppose, <laughs> well, I suppose, is that how it is in real life? I'm not sure. But you do see him going over the bumps. You have the front wheel up in the air mm. and then obviously slams back down. But it seems to be on that game, if your front wheel goes up in the air, it kind of goes off at an angle. Yeah, it's weird. And then obviously when it comes back down, you just veer off or or crash or whatever. But yeah, the, the second game definitely a, an improvement. So if they do a third one, it would be good to see them improve again um, in terms of physics. Again, the AI mm. as we've already touched upon. Um, but it's, it's quite a quite a unique uh, career mode that one because you're building up to to race the full TT course. So mm. you do like a little Irish Championship. Um, beforehand and then you know you, you do your super sport race around the uh the tt course and then go on to super bikes for like the next season um again they introduced something which hasn't been a motorcycle game since i think the the world superbike games um with rider injury ah uh, yeah right which i i just turned off because the amount of weird crashes i was having i was like i'm not going to be able to do a race so. oh man there's so but if you try to do the full lap oh, i crashed so so many times actually there's yeah. a quick video on our traction youtube channel of of jordan trying it and i i enjoyed it but crashing a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh sometimes you get right towards the end and there's like i think three corners from the end is a really tight right hand i feel hairpin. like the handling model can't handle that hairpin oh no. i'm just terrible <laughs> it, it's really bizarre like you come up to it and you either go too slow or you just go too straight fast into, into it yeah it's yeah. not a nice corner no but i i really like the detailed representation of the circuit which is quite yeah. cool I um they properly laser scan that and yeah it's got all the details in there it is really well done the circuit itself yeah but it has all these other tracks which are sort of mainly fictional yeah and they're not quite as even though they're made up, they just don't feel as, as much character or as detailed, weirdly, for me. But anyway. Yeah, I think there's a track on there called the Triangle, which I think is roughly based on the Northwest 200 yeah, circuit. right. But it's so, not quite the same. No, no. I wonder if Ryder's got an exclusive license on that. Anyway, I digress. Possibly. 
so I think the final one that's current and to mention at the minute, I think very quickly, we talked about Italian developers. I mentioned Mad Cow. They're making an early access game only on PC for the minute, and it's early access, which means it's not you know, far from finished. There is a roadmap, and that's called Track Day R. So, Robert, could you just describe to our, to our listeners and watchers what, what's Track Day R? So, and why is it worth you know paying attention to? So, Track Day R is they've gone again for a more simulation base for, for motorcycle racing games and mm. trying to simulate going on a track day. Um, so, there's a few bikes in the game, there's a few tracks, um, they're adding to them with, with each update, yep. and you can go and you know practice if you want. It's got you know tire wear. It's got fuel usage. They're working on damage as well. I know that the developers released a screenshot of a bike on fire mm. um, a few days ago, and uh, it, it's recently got online support as well. So you can go and mess around with your mates and do some races. They're still working on the AI races to come out, um, which I believe they released a video for that on YouTube a little while ago. Um, still work in progress, but in terms of physics and everything, they've gone for more the hardcore simulation. It's really um, difficult, is what I would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, uh, if if you're looking to get into a motorcycle game, maybe it's not the best <laughs> game to start with because you will crash a lot. But again, with a lot of motorcycle games, it's just about being patient, practicing. Again. If you come off the bike, you stand up, you can run around, you can do a full lap of the circuit just on your feet if you want. Um, You can then pick your bike up with, I think it's the Y button on the Xbox controller, and then you get back on the bike. If the engine is turned off because it's been on its side, um, you then have to bump start the yeah bike as well so there are a lot of yeah there are a lot of nice little details in the game and it's got a lot of uh, potential for the future um so yeah i I would definitely recommend it uh if there's any hardcore simulation Mm. simulators out there that people want to try something um i i guess it's almost in line with gp bikes um but i would say it's definitely a lot more accessible than gp bikes um, GP bikes just seems to be a real crazy, mm. almost a beyond a simulator. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of fun. Again, there's there's some uh, rider aids you can use on there as well if you're struggling. But um, yeah, it's definitely a good time. And the the team behind the game, Mad Cow, is only comprised of what three people. Oh, is it really that small? I didn't. Yeah, know. yeah. There's, wow, there's wow. three people working on that game, and. Uh, the rate they're putting the updates out. Uh, yeah, you can't really tell good. it's just three. I know, it's it's crazy. And the good thing about them is they, they like to have fun as well. They're more than happy to answer questions in their Discord. Um, no, no matter what the question is, they're, they're always happy to help. They always listen to feedback as well. So mm. constantly trying to improve the physics and everything. So yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend it and checking it out. And obviously we've got the mod community as well. Bringing right. out new circuits and games and stuff, so yeah, plenty to try there. Even if it's relatively bare bones now, it's certainly evolving and, and getting there. I really hope. I wish it well for the future, and enough. And I hope enough people support it so that it can the sort of the dream can be realised. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Two things of note for me is one, you can ride this crazy little scooter around some tiny little tracks, which is quite it's challenging, but it's it's funny. It's quite uh, a handful that that scooter. Yeah. It's really <laughs> difficult. yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is, there's a button to flip the bird. 
which yeah, which is my personal right. favorite thing <laughs> about that game um I, i've already said you to don't the see that in any other uh, any other racing game I don't exactly i've already said that to the developers if they take that out i'm not playing the game <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's another other gestures in there um, oh, maybe that's a bit dangerous i don't know but it's uh it's certainly a serious game but there's a, a certain charm to it yeah exactly exactly it's from a place of passion, I suppose. Yeah. So we'll have to keep yeah. our eyes peeled on that one. Absolutely. Where, where do you see? Uh, well, we're coming towards the end of our time now, so we'll 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 wrap it up, I suppose. But where do you see uh, the overall motorcycle gaming market at the minute? Would you say it's relatively healthy? I think it is. I mean, as we've already discussed throughout this podcast, that we we're getting different developers now making yeah. their own motorcycle game and their own. Mm version of what they consider a simulation and stuff like that so i think the more and more motorcycle games that come out the more it's going to push like the leaders milestone to innovate and improve and obviously competition is always a good thing for us as a consumer because at the end of the day we're going to end up with a a better product to play um year on year so I, i think it's definitely going in a really good place and uh yeah, I just hope that uh, you know the the new games that are coming out. I wish them all the the success and uh, yeah, but I hope it definitely moves everything forward. Yeah, same. I, I, for the you know for a long, long time, milestones had a had a grip on this market. Okay, there have been other other games out there and other developers, but that seems they seem to be the uh, the leader of the pack, which is fine. Uh, but they're obviously making like four at least no at least three yearly. Uh, motorcycle games because obviously we've not really touched upon it in this in this podcast but there's the supercross and mxgp the motocross and supercross um off-road dirt bike racing games yeah. that milestone makes every year alongside motor gp and then ride seems to be we'll see in the future but every other year yeah so that's that's a lot of and they got hot wheels coming out as well they've got hot wheels coming out as well <laughs> so it's a lot a huge workload and so it's good i think to have other developers like race ward and, and mad cow and kiloton pushing them and releasing more games and i think that only broadens the environment for everybody absolutely as you said there so um well thank you very much for your time robo six where can people find you if they want to uh watch your content and follow you so you can follow me on tw- uh, twitter at robo 46 youtube also the same on instagram and of course on youtube i am just search for robo 46 and yeah. you'll find me yeah so robo's got a huge amount of uh, back catalog to go through but he's constantly playing uh, and uploading new bike game content so if you want to keep up with the world do check him out uh Thank you very much for your time, Robbo. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's been uh, very enjoyable. Uh, if you've if you're new to bike games or motorcycle games, and you've got any questions, please on YouTube pop them in the comments. And also, if you're listening on the audio platforms, please do follow and subscribe. You can follow Traction at Traction GG on social media. And for all the latest motorcycle game news, views, opinions, and reviews, is obviously the Traction.gg website, which is updated on a daily basis. But that's it for now. Thank you very much. Thank you.